How many of you know this morning that Jesus is sitting on the throne? You cannot reign in life except he's reigning. Your victory derives from his. Hallelujah. Glory. So when you want a breakthrough, you put him on top. When you need deliverance, you lift him up. Hallelujah. Here's what he just said to me. He said, remember, I am sitting higher than you can ever lift me. When you lift me, you're only lifting me in your own situation. I'm already higher than all heavens. I, I, I wish you hear what I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hmm. Here's something else he just said to me. He said, haven't you noticed that I'm seated? A man that is sitting is a man that has it all settled. And the Bible says he's sitting there waiting on the Father to make all his enemies his footstool. Hallelujah. Oh, he said, now when you enter into my rest, when you enter into my rest, it's all the enemies will go right there where they belong. When you stop worrying and fretting and stop praising, Knowing what you believe. Okay, I said knowing what you believe. He said no. Knowing what you have. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see? That's when breakthroughs happen. I know that we will give uh, testimonies about glory for. But one of the things that happened... After the first day, I was telling the leaders, I said, you know, I am making decrees that God had given to me. But that the first time we went to D.C., everywhere we went, I could sense the spiritual atmosphere. I knew what decrees to make. I said, God is dynamic. He is supernatural. He's a flow. He's not religion. Where you say the same thing over and over again. Do the same thing over and over again. And suddenly we went to a boundary stone. And as soon as I, I raised the altars on all four corners, and I looked up to an apartment complex across the street, and the word of the Lord came down. He said, there are three families in this complex being oppressed by Satan. They can't get a breakthrough. They don't know why. And they're crying out. 
and they're stuck and nothing is working he said give them a push and they will get their breakthrough hallelujah <laughs> I told the leader stretch out your hands that way and I release the thunderous decree hallelujah and I sent demons flying running hallelujah Resurrection House, are you ready to send demons packing this morning? Hallelujah! I promise you this week, miracles will happen. They don't know who paid for it. They don't know where it came from. But watch. This morning, I asked the Lord, why were they stuck? How could they be crying out to you and the enemy can just block them and they can't move it? He said, because in the middle of the struggle, they got upset. They didn't keep their praise. Hallelujah. You see, you may get upset and say, Lord, forgive me, but that's not it. He said, if you want you look back, you're not fit for the kingdom. But when you keep your shout in the middle of the struggle, I'm frustrated, but I'll praise. I'm miserable, but I'll praise God. I'll keep my shout. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. Glory to God! Resurrection has glory for USA 2023 is complete! I am determined that he will not only reign when I'm getting breakthroughs, but he will reign when I'm frustrated. He will reign when I'm miserable. He will reign when things are hard for me. He will reign. He will reign. He will reign when you are sick. He will reign. When you don't know what to do, he will reign. Forever. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you for your face over this house. Thank you for every demonic attack against us that you have brought down. Every demonic strategy you have defeated. Every plan of the enemy you have frustrated. I celebrate breakthrough. I celebrate fire. I celebrate miracle. I celebrate the glory. And I give you all the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. 
one of the things I celebrate is that the word of the Lord to me and through me has never failed. Hallelujah. I celebrate that. And when God tells me things, I just act on it. I don't think. I just act. <laughs> it's when you think about it, that's when you sink. That's why I say think and sink. If God tells you now, give this amount of money, and you just obey it before you think, you will do it. But as soon as you start thinking, the enemy will rush in and say, well, now you remember this bill? Now you remember that? Uh, you remember this one? And then you don't do it. And then your breakthrough passes. Hallelujah. You will see that all the struggles in your life is this fight for you to relinquish control of you. That's really your struggle. That's why you go, 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 and you hit a brick wall. And that's why you need a revelation, as I was talking about last Sunday. And I will still talk about today. It's the struggle to give up ownership. It's struggle when, when, when things are not working for you not to get that anger. Instead, that you refuse and say, no, Lord, I trust you. I keep telling you, that's how you break the power of Satan off your neck. Amen. Off your neck. <clears throat> If you look at the scriptures, you see that Jesus called so many people and few of them had excuses why they couldn't come. One guy said, well, at least let me go say bye to people at home. Which American will not support him? <laughs> you can't just leave from here. Nobody knows where you are. There's no telephone. One guy said, Lord, let me go and bury my father. He said, let the dead. He said, let the dead bury their dead. You follow me. That's why I keep telling you that the Jesus of the Bible, many believers, so-called believers today, won't follow him. And the reason they're following is that they don't want to go to hell, but they're not paying attention to who he is. So that's why when you meet someone who knows him and they start telling you what he's saying, it sounds strange. <laughs> so people had legitimate natural re reasons but it didn't pan out spiritually so what are your own reasons if you look around you see that so many people are not in church this morning what legitimate reason do they have Satan will come and say well you know you're tired go next Sunday you can watch some video or he goes to the other person and says well you have a little headache And he goes to this one, he says, no, your period is on and you have migraines. <laughs> he goes, I mean, he goes and go circulates and tells you whatever that needs to get you to fall from your own steadfastness. And then you agree with him. And then when you are singing, he shall reign forever. He said, well, but I don't see a throne for me to sit on. You have to give him the throne Amen. to sit on. <laughs> I will give this testimony. It's not, it didn't happen on Glory Fall, but it happened this morning. I mentioned last Sunday that God said to me, you should come here and wrap yourself with some quills and stay on this uh, 
altar until I visit you. You remember that? Amen. If you don't remember that, you need a slap offering. I just said that last Sunday. <laughs> okay. So we came from Glory Fall last night. I was so tired and, you know, I, I call it pneumonia weather. When it's warm enough for you to think that it's not cold. That's when you catch pneumonia. <laughs> or you, you go and then you get a little rain on you and then you get back in the heat and then you go in the cold. <coughs> so when I got back, I was feeling a little whatever. And then I brought out the Tylenol. Then I remembered Angela's uh, exhortation. He said, Daddy, before you take Tylenol, let me pray. And she prayed and the fever left. So I left that Tylenol right there. <laughs> I just put it back in the case this morning. I said, okay, let me just go to bed. I said, but I'm going to get to the altar. So I slept some, and then I woke up. I said, oh, it's still too early. Then I went back, slept some more, and then I looked, and it was five. I said, okay. Then I came to the altar. Now, when I came to the altar, I'm not going to terrify you, but I uncovered so many things. I saw so many things Satan was planning. So many things arrayed against me. I even saw people praying against me. <laughs> I'm not going to further in that. <clears throat> so... I said, okay, I am going to stay here till, I said, I don't know when people start coming, but I said, okay, seven, but then I looked up, time was almost gone, I said, okay, eight. Amen. So, I went to use the restroom, and then when I came out of the restroom, God said, now, walk around the lobby, I'm praying the Holy Ghost. And I started walking around the lobby. He said, no, 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 no. Walk so close to each edge. Make sure you cover every piece of the lobby. Amen. And I started going, moving chairs up, and then going, going, going. Then he said, now, put up your hands while you walk. And I, and I finished seven times. He said, now, come in the sanctuary and do the same thing. Hallelujah. 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 Then I started in the sanctuary. Going round and round and round and round. And before I knew it, it was 8 o'clock. So I started collecting my things. All of a sudden, I heard the door open. I said, I don't want to scare whoever it is. So I said, don't be afraid I'm here. Cut the light on. You know how people see stuff. and they don't want to hear a noise. I take off. Ah! There are demons in this actually. <laughs> anyway, then it was Elder Bobby coming to pray. He said, hey, we're coming to pray, but now since you've been here, he said, hey, I don't think there's any need to pray anything. You're right. Keep praying. <laughs> so I just went back to my office to get dressed and return to church. And... Something happened. 
Hallelujah. I went in the restroom. I brushed my teeth. And as soon as I came out into the office, the cloud of God's glory had filled the entire place. <laughs> Do you see what was happening when they were doing praise? When they used this uh, fake fog machine? That's the way it was at the office. The hallway was filled with smoke. Everywhere was filled with smoke. I said, my God, he's here. I called the armor bearer and said, hurry up and get over here. Because, you know, people will hear these things and don't believe it. Come and see for yourself. And, and the first one came through the door and went. <laughs> and then the guys came and, and going, man, the place is filled. I said, well, stick up before you arrive. That's why I told you to hurry. Hallelujah. Huh? These are the things written in your Bible. I remember ooh, 41 years ago. 1983. When I was seeking God for his direction for my life in America. And I told you the crazy things that were happening. And then finally, when none of that was working. And then the devil sent me the girl from Spelman who told me to just move in with her and she would take care of me and take care of everything. Hallelujah. The devil always has a, a quicker solution. Like he told Jesus, just bow down and worship me and I'll give you everything. You don't have to go to the cross. You see, you don't know that some of the mess you are in is because you took his bait. So, she came to hug me, and I ran away. <laughs> and I went home, and I started praying. And I prayed all day long. I wake up, uh, you know, I fall asleep on that carpet, and I would go back praying until I went back to that job. And then I came back the next day, and I did the same thing all day long. And I got up and went back to that job. And on the third day, I was doing that at 4.20 in the afternoon, the same thing that just happened at my office happened. The cloud of God's glory filled that room. Hallelujah. And God thundered out of the cloud. I will set you in a ministry in this city. You know, a set man, you can't move him. Jesus is seated at the right hand of God. You can't move him from that chair. Hallelujah. New season. So now my neck is out wondering, what is he going to do next? Hallelujah. I wasn't feeling any anointing. I didn't know that anything was about to happen. I, was, I just got out of the hallway and I was shocked. Smoke. Cloud. White. Peaceful. Serene. Keith said when he came in, he said, well, I thought, was he cooking something? But I smelled nothing. You know, when you burn things. And, you know, you, you have the faker, that's the satanic cloud, when your food has burnt up. <laughs> uh, 
anyway. But I give God glory. I am excited for what he is about to do next. This message on spiritual blindness is interesting because even though it's captioned spiritual blindness, but I'm teaching really on the inheritance. Because most people don't know what we're running for. That's why you give up so easily. But God said for me to use something natural to illustrate a spiritual truth. Let's say that someone told you that there is a million dollars inside this building and it belongs to you. And you're trying to get to it. And then you run into people outside trying to stop you from coming in. Do you fight with them one time and then you resist them and they resist you back and then you just quit? Wouldn't you fight? And fight some more? And call people to help you fight? Until you push them away? And come in this building and collect your inheritance? If you will do that for the natural, then the spiritual is more important. Not because it's spiritual, but because it is eternal. A million dollars will be spent and gone. But what you have received will last forever. Hallelujah. And so when you are fighting for your spiritual inheritance, there's no discouragement worthy to make you quit. There's no frustration. There's no pain. No matter what is thrown at you, you are a hungry man. You are going to possess something eternal. Money cannot buy it. Hallelujah. And I need to tell you something today that you should never forget. That should give you the anger, the right anger, to fight to the finish. Satan is trying to keep you from what he lost. You have to know that that's what it is. He knows what he lost. He knows how precious it is. He knows how glorious it is. He knows how wonderful it is. He knows he can never get back to get it. And it now belongs to you. Hallelujah. You need to fight like a hungry man. I was listening to John Hagee preach years ago. He said, now, after you walk 40 years in the wilderness, and then you get to the promised land, he said, and you see these giants. He said, listen, I've been long at this, and I got no time to, for conversation. I got green stuff in my teeth. I haven't brushed my teeth in years. <laughs> So you better get out the way, Buster. I've come to collect my inheritance. Beloved, I was sitting here. My spirit was just dancing and rejoicing at the life flowing from this message. Beloved, do you have an understanding of what you're running for? The eternal purpose to your fight 
the strategy to get there. The voice of resurrection is, or the word of resurrection, is such a rarity in this day and time. Because we're all going through the same stresses, the same satanic attacks, the same pressures. And this word is designed to give you that tool to stabilize under pressure. And eventually Satan will start passing you up because he sees that you are a lost cause. You're all the way in and there's nothing deterring you. <clears throat> Why did the man write, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than dwell in the tents of wickedness? Isn't it because he is all in? That's the call. Let's all go all in. Yes, you're hurting. Go in. In pain, go in. Frustrated, go in. Broke, go in. You're going to be unbroke. Jesus said, preach the gospel to the poor. Yes. <clears throat> Religious nuts speak against it. I don't understand people. If you preach prosperity, they're against it. If you are prosperous, they're against it. But yet they want to be prosperous. How are you going to prosper without receiving the word? He sent his word to heal us and to deliver us. Yeah, he doesn't want us to be pursuing prosperity. He wants to pursue him. And him will bring the prosperity. Him will bring the blessing. Him will bring the favor. And then him will receive us in glory. That's the only gospel I can subscribe to. Because everything else keeps you double-minded, double-visioned, confused. And eventually, you run out of gas. Because there's no sustaining grace to carry you through all the ups and downs. Or as the Englishman says, the vicissitudes of life. The labyrinthian processes. Okay, I have to pick up a dictionary to figure that out. Amen. Ooh, we celebrate the word of the Lord this new year. Are you ready for a breakthrough in 2024? For us, see your supernatural spiritual growth. <clears throat> God gave us all these... Uh, decrees in 2023. We set them, but we never attained them. But now we're taking them month by month, one at a time. You would carry us at least 10 months out of this year, and then we'll finish the last two months as he leads us. Are you going to join that decree? Maybe we're going to start showing them one a month. But you have to be a covenant partner. You have to sow into the voice of resurrection. You have to hold up our hands for the blessing to transfer. Otherwise, it won't work. Amen. We thank God for what he's doing with the voice of resurrection in Africa. All the nations receiving it. People are even beginning to sow into the voice of resurrection. And they want to be, join us in the end time apostolic network. We celebrate all that God is doing. I know the year just started, but yet you, you could be going through so much. 770-994-3777, call that number. Receive grace, receive grace, receive grace in Jesus' name. Then act on your faith by putting seed in the ground. And we'll rejoice with you when your breakthrough manifests. We give God praise in Jesus' name. I'm so excited about this word, and I expect miracles to happen this week as you hear it. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Bye-bye.